1: grants of up to 50,000 euros will be available to people looking to redevelop vacant properties that's just one of the latest changes announced by Housing Minister Dara O'Brien to the cree Conaha project and Dara O'Brien Minister joins us now um, Can you explain that this 50,000 euros? this is to any property now around the country that, that that's vacant minister is that correct? That's
0: right Ciara good morning yeah and earlier in August I actually opened the scheme and it focused on towns and villages around the country where look many of your listeners will know we've too many, too like too much vacant property out there and derelict property, and a lot of people say to me, "Look, if I had some assistance and the cost to do the house up to renovate it, you know, we'd be able to go for it." So I opened the scheme in August. We've had nearly five hundred applications since then, um, which is great. And it also, the grant also can be run in conjunction with the SEAI grant, so it's very significant. So thirty thousand for a vacant property, fifty thousand for for a derelict. And what I did yesterday is I extended it into the cities for above shop or vacant within the cities and urban areas and also for rural uh, one-off houses we'll know that too a lot of old farm houses that may have fallen into disrepair and that so look it, it's a way of actually ensuring that we can get vacant property back into use through home ownership and through people buying we're doing it through the councils anyway through a number of schemes that we have to bring these properties back in for social housing and i also want to have that balance that you know people out there young and not so young people who are interested in in this can actually get help to affray the cost of doing up the home. And thankfully, we've had a very good start to it. So that's why I've expanded it yesterday. So it's open right across the country and you apply through your local authority.
1: Okay, and that sounds great. But is this f- irrespective of size? For example, if I have a one-bedroom yeah. apartment, do I get 30,000 because it's vacant? I, I, and and I also simple. get 30,000 if I have a six-bed house that's yes. that's vacant.
0: Yeah, well, we've kept it very simple. It's not based on the ha- on the house value. Or if the I have a studio value. apartment,
1: can I get 30,000 to do it you up?
0: can, yeah. And it has to be pre-1993, okay, so they're not for new homes, it's for a lot of the homes that we see around the place would be before that date, so it's about bringing that stock back into use. So it doesn't matter about the size of the property or the value of the property, so if you buy a house on Main Street, Bannehill and Offaly, and it's 190000 a three-bedroom terraced house in the town there, you, if it's derelict, you'll get fifty thousand. If if it's vacant, you will get thirty. Okay. And as I said, you will be able to apply for the energy And just before we
1: move as on to well. this, if if I own a property on North Great Georgia Street with six studio apartments, oh, we used to be called bedsits.
0: per property now. You're making it difficult, but it is. It's the,
1: is is that e- if I do up each of them, do I get thirty thousand, or if I do up no, the whole you don't.
0: House? This is for owner occupiers, not just for first time buyers. I might add, it's for people. It's not for investors. It's for first time buyers. So what you'll be doing is it's one one grant per household. So on your South Great Georgia Street, if you've one apartment and you're going to go and live in it, uh, you will guess if it's derelict, you'll get 50. If it's vacant, you'll get 30,000. And as I said, look, we've had a very good start to it. We've had nearly 500 applications in already and people can apply just directly through their local authority. I have no
1: doubt it's it's, it's quite an incentive. You, you mentioned people living above above shops, that is going to mm. include that. We had architect Hugh Wallace on News Tough Breakfast yes, during the week talking about the fact that we have a, a dearth of people living above shops in our major urban centres like Dublin and it has left places like O'Connell Street without the passive security afforded to those places by people living there. We seem millennia behind other uh, international European cities on this where people do live in those places. What is wrong with our planning situation that we cannot get those properties back up and running?
0: Yeah, I heard Hugh on that and he wrote a very good article there last week also. There's a couple of things. Dublin is probably the worst of all of our cities for people living in it. Some of our other cities have more living in the city centre. It's down to planning and fire regulations as well. Um, We rightly saw a very stringent fire regs here in Ireland but that also... Create some difficulties with regard to the standards that are required to do up accommodation that's above shop, like separate access, separate egress, that type of thing. That's a piece of work that I'm actually doing at the moment. I expect to report back from. I have a stakeholder group on the, the fire expert side. Actually, have been meeting for nearly a year now. Uh, I'm expecting um, some recommendations back from them in the coming month or two. I do think there's an opportunity that we can. We can do something there. But these he places would,
1: would be fabulously located, notwithstanding not yeah. that the issues around fire security or fire safety or those types of things. But they appear to be addressable in other jurisdictions. Are, are yeah, they? they are. Uncons- are people in Paris? People in Berlin? Are they unconcerned with fire regulations? I doubt it. No, they're
0: not. They just have just as I said, we we have, and understandably, very very stringent regulations around that. That in some instances make uh, it very difficult unless you have sizable amount of money to be able to meet the standards that are required. Now, we don't want to dumb down standards, but there are other things that other countries do, um, you know, in relation to amelioration measures for fire safety. That's being looked at. The other thing is in relation to preservation. In Ireland, we only have one category of preservation. So if it's an older building and if it's in an architectural conservation area, that might mean that everything within the internal uh, structure of the house as well uh, you know, has to be kept as is or as close as is as possible. In Britain, they have four categories of preservation, which okay. means that. So, it's a very so, Minister, can, can you
1: assure us that that say in a year's time we won't be still talking about potentially at some point people will be able to live above shops, but oh, then we that we will actually free up these the, these vacant properties that would be in prime locations and people would love to live in.
0: Yeah, well, I, I I hope I can. That's one of the purposes of the grant that we've launched as well. Is actually look just since since August we're seeing nearly five hundred. You know, homeowners actually applying for that grant, which are bringing 500 empty properties back into use. Thankfully, like vacancy is still a big issue in Ireland, and we know that. Thankfully, the vacancy rate is falling. We are bringing vacant properties back into use. There is more work needs to be done, particularly on the above shop. And I'm expecting the fire okay. safety report and recommendations very shortly. And I do want to act upon it because Hugh is right. There is a, a great resource there and it also adds to communities within the city. It does.
1: Or it would, should it? Think. Look, just, just it moving would. on, the, the, back to the Cree Conoha project. It's reported that developers are snubbing your scheme that offers them 144 grand per apartment. Why are they turning you down? Is it too low or are there other reasons?
0: No, they're actually. I was interested in the article and the take that it had. We actually had a very good um, interest in the first round. This is a viability subvention, and um, we've problems with costs of building apartments, particularly in our cities. So this scheme focuses on getting five thousand apartments built in the five cities over the next few years. We've actually had pretty good interest in it. We've opened up uh, the expressions of interest for the second round as well. Um, so the second and, yeah. round is
1: not because there was inadequate interest in the no, first round. Going.
0: No, I saw that actually in the article and was kind of curious in that sense. We're always going to open up a second round. I've done the same with Project Tussey, which is where the LDA is partnering out there to activate dormant planning permissions in the city. Like, we do have a problem with apartment costs and the whole idea and the purpose of the, of the Cree Corner Cities grant is to bridge that gap by way of a subvention, but that cost and that saving being passed on to the homeowner. So we actually had decent interest in Akira and... The second the second round is open too, and we've had very good interest in it too. And I so do you expect that at
1: this, that level, the hundred and forty four thousand, we'll see those five thousand apartments built?
0: Yeah, I do actually. It's one hundred and forty four thousand outside Dublin, by the way, one hundred and twenty thousand within Dublin. Up to that, now it's an open book um, uh, application, so all the figures are gone through, <laughs> and it's on the basis that the the planning permissions are activated. It's targeting. 5,000 apartments up through our five cities or in our five cities, excuse me, should I say. And, you know, it's trying something new to get this moving, whether stand back and say, okay, we can't build apartments for people to own in our cities or we do something about it and this is doing something about it and, the, and in fairness, the, the interest has been decent so I was curious to read certain okay. aspects of the article there that didn't really uh, chime at what I'd actually seen, okay. to be honest with
1: you. Minister, under the, the Housing for All plan, initially the the target was that we would need 33,000 new homes per year. Big article in the Daily Mail last week saying that's a massive shortfall there. You yourself have said that we probably need 40,000 or more. Are we going to change the targets for Housing for All? Are, are, we, are we going to now see a readjustment of these figures because of perhaps increased pressure because of, of, of Ukraine or other reasons maybe an underestimation but, but, but there's a shortfall there that wasn't taken into account. Are we going to change our targets?
0: Now, at the moment, we our targets stay the same, and there's a reason for that, because we need to build up capacity to actually get up to that level of at least 33,000 on average. But I have said it, yeah, of course, like, you know, we're, we're catching up on 10, 12 years of undersupply, and there's a demand there. So this year we targeted 24,600, and thankfully we're going to exceed that target quite substantially, I would imagine. Next year's 29,000, and then we'll scale it up. Now, if we can do it quicker and faster, we will. I've discussed this with the Taoiseach, uh, on, on a regular basis looking at new methods of of, of of construction you know off-site construction bills those type of things and we are looking at ways can we activate more quicker to get to those targets sooner But, uh, and but th- you see if our target
1: is 30, 33,000 33, 33, yeah. and if we need 40 or 42,000 then our targets are wrong whether we hit them or not is irrelevant we're aiming too low and we're still going to have a shortfall and the housing crisis will not be solved That's a given
0: Sorry, within, within the Housing for All plan, you'll actually see how we scale up to those, those numbers of close to 40,000. But like what we, need, what we needed is more capacity in the sector to build firstly. And we, we we're actually seeing that. We've 20,000 people now, more people, excuse me, working in construction than we had pre, pre-pandemic. We also need to do and make changes to streamline our planning process. And um, there's been difficulties in planning. Sure. We need to respect people's right to make observations and have their say. But I'm bringing forward... A very significant piece of planning legislation to Cabinet actually in the month of December, which is a major reform of planning in our system to make sure it's streamlined and planning is fit for purpose. Is this to deal with
1: nimbyism? Is that what you're saying?
0: No, I wouldn't say that. Look, I'm not in any way, shape or form, actually. People deserve to have their say, but we need a better plan-led approach. There shouldn't be all the surprises that there are when people see a planning application lodged. And that's the first time that they realise that an area is designated for high density, which I'm not opposed to. I think high density, designed well, is right and is good. And we need to make better use of the land, particularly in areas that are close to public transport or within our cities, that type of thing. It's moving to a plan-led approach, but we need to underpin that with legislation. The last big piece of planning legislation we have is in the year 2000. It needs to be updated, and I'm going to be doing that in December.
1: Two things briefly before I let you go. Uh, Vacant council houses... Some of them lying idle for 75 weeks between when the last tenant vacates and the new tenant gets in there. You would never see that in the private sector. Landlords turn around their properties in a weekend sometime, but certainly in in a matter of days or or perhaps a week or two. 75 weeks, what is going on? That's actually an outrageous period of time to keep a, a property lying idle.
0: Yeah, it is. Now, that that instance, that was a report done by NOAC, and the 75 weeks was an outlier. It's still It was still 30-something
1: weeks was, was the average.
0: Yeah, it's, way, it's, way, it's, it's way too long, and I've, I've met with our councils about that. I do on a regular basis. We've brought back about 6,300 vacant properties, council properties, that is, in the last two years, back into use and re-tenanted, and we're going to bring about 2,500 back this year. But what we need to do is improve the process between when either when we're bringing a property back into use or re-tenanting a property. Sometimes work is required. That's just a fact of it, that, you know, the property has been idle for, for some time. It needs new windows, doors, that type of thing. We understand that. But it's about shortening that process. What some councils are using, the opportunity when a, when a, an apartment or, or a house is empty to retrofit that, that apartment to put in your... So are heat, you your, saying your this is justified,
1: pump. These these... these no, incredible length of time
0: no I didn't I said it wasn't I said at the very beginning it certainly isn't and that's why I have met with the local authorities okay. specifically on that and written to every housing officer in the country to just be acutely aware when we have so many people waiting for housing it's not acceptable that we have okay. that we have homes vacant for absolutely. that length of time but that was an outlier the 75 weeks that was not the that was an exception rather than a rule but we still L- need to shorten that
1: last question for you we're hearing that you're addressing on board Planola later on today what will you be saying?
0: Well, I'm just going to meet the staff um and and I've I'm going to meet them to um update them on, on my plans to to um reform the, the agency as well but the staff have had a very difficult time. Uh they do a lot of very good work. Um they they've they've had a I'm acutely aware that it's been really difficult for them since March April this year so I just want to come in and talk to them and meet them.
1: Does on board planola and, uh, have your they, confidence?
0: Yeah, no they do and we're 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 we're, we're um embarking, we have been embarking on, on a major reform process within the board about how board members are appointed about, about process within it I've taken the allegations that were made earlier in the year really seriously and I've acted upon them, but I think we need to remember okay. that there's loads of other people working in the board who've been doing a really good job and have had a very okay. difficult time over the last number of months and I want to go and talk to the staff today and that's the purpose of my visit, you know
1: Minister for Housing, Dara O'Brien, thank you very much for talking to News Talk Breakfast